the movie just should have ended with the gratuitous lovemaking, not even <laughs> seen montage. Oh yeah, it was. It Once was, they make love for, I was going to say forty-one minutes, not like a forty-one-minute lovemaking session, like forty-one minutes of clips. Yes, yeah, super of super various. Yes. A forty-one minute sizzle reel, a compilation, if you will. Of the, of course, I will. Brunch, hit it, boys. Congratulations are in order for the patrons. They knew that Coda was going to do its thing at the SAG Awards. We didn't see any of it, but Coda, everyone was like, see Coda's gaining momentum? No clue what it meant. Coda's gaining momentum, folks. Coda is definitely gaining momentum, and don't want to take any credit, but of the two movies that we've done so far for our Oscar specials, we said that one was the best picture. We said that was the better of the two. I like the idea of just uh, saying best picture after two yes. uh, two movie reviews. Yeah, um, like should we should do, do that for uh, for tomato best fights picture as often as you possibly can to confuse people. Just yes. be like, uh, I went to see every what, tomato fights winner. We should just have. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, best uh, picture winner. Uh, yeah, Bull Durham won best picture. What was it? Beat Babe. Bull Durham actually did get some love at the Academy Awards. That doesn't surprise me. I don't think it won Best Picture, though, did Sports it? Sports movie. It should surprise you. Mm-hmm. Sports movies that aren't uh, Matt Damon-led race car movies, famously, don't get a lot of attention. That movie, Ford vs. Ferrari, got nominated for Best Picture in a year where like every Best Picture nominee was a what a uh, picture a heater, image. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Non-patrons don't understand that reference. Get on the Patreon. You're going to be so much more learned on movies if you get this. Mm -hmm. This year, as we discuss the best picture movies, a little grocery stick I'm using is would you put... We used to do uh, better than Rocket Man or worse than Rocket Man. Oh, yeah, true. I forgot about that. Now it's would you text somebody a recommendation for it with, like, for example, I text Pete, Coda, then still of what a picture. It's a good idea. Wouldn't do that with uh, I don't think I would Nightmare do Alley, which I thought was great. Pretty close. Definitely would with Coda. Definitely would with Coda. Uh, wouldn't with Ford vs. Ferrari. I thought you were going to say wouldn't with Bull Durham. <laughs> Actually, I probably would with Bull Durham. That was a great movie. I might come a little short on that. It's the once they... It should have ended... The movie just should have ended with the gratuitous lovemaking, not even seen <laughs> montage Oh, yeah, it was... It Once was, they make love for, I was going to say 41 minutes, not like a 41-minute lovemaking session, like 41 minutes of clips yes, super, of super various, yes. a 41-minute sizzle reel. A compilation, if you will. Of the, of course I will, <laughs> of, the, of the relationship between those two. Famously, she didn't end up having... Uh, Susan Sarandon had a relationship with Tim Robbins and not... Kevin True. Costner. You think that when they were uh, partners, I think that I don't know if they're still together. But they're not. Uh, they're not. They're not. Okay. Do you think that Kevin Costner would see them out in public? And what's her name in Bull Durham? Uh, I don't remember. It's, uh, it's like Bull or something. <laughs> That's um, right. Uh, you think that he'd see them in public? And like Robbins is saying, "What's up to a friend?" Grabbing a drink or something, throwing a wild pitch. And they just exchanged glances, and he's doing the, 
what are you doing with this kid? <laughs> and she gives like the, I know. It's crazy. It's She's, I only pick one a season though. So it's it's you baseball. Walked out. I said this during the review, but it was ba- that movie is baseball. Good luck, Chuck. She dates a guy, and yeah. he makes the majors. I still, even despite you having mentioned that like a week and a half ago, I still haven't seen Good Luck Chuck. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You don't need to. Mm. We're in LA. We did see Dane Cook last night. We did. He was just on a, a photo of Dane Cook at the Staples Center. We of all the we've excuse been, me the crypt we've been yes the crypt we've been okay at uh, getting f- pictures when like hey this will be a good one let's do it we're not necessarily like I don't think we're at risk of influencers in the wild there was two no. moments where we were but we acknowledged them in real time for some reason I was like lightly buzzed and we were sitting across the street from a McDonald's and the sun was hitting it just right and I just wanted to take a picture of. The Golden Arches. It just looked so good. We went out there, snapped a few pictures, and even with like your great camera, you were like, I believe you have something in mind here. I don't think that... Well, you're, you're, I think that you would have been helped out if it, was, if it had been like a rainy night, because then you would have gotten the, uh, the Golden Arches glow off of the puddles on the street, yeah. and that would have gotten you, I think, the aesthetic that you were looking for. You were, you were like searching for the, the glow from the neon arches, That's what, yeah. and there, there's no glow on, uh, on, the, on that sign, because it was, uh, it was like a fake neon, basically. Yeah, it was a mirage. That's right. Was, yeah, yeah. We crossed the street. We were thirsty in the desert, thirsty right. for Instagram likes from this uh, McDonald's neon arches, and then you got there, and you're like, "Fuck, there's no glow here." Yeah, P- uh, L.A. people, you know what we're talking about the, right. the McDonald's, the McDonald's sign in front of the McDonald's on it's a classic the L.A. tourist trap, right? But man, we still got. You know what? Physically looking, like getting up close and looking at it, I still felt like this kind of this buzz. Yeah, it still gave me something, and I was like, "There's something that I don't think that we've actually not that it matters." I was going to say, I don't think we've ever, like, really gotten, like, drunk while we've been out here. We've been, like, meeting people for drinks a good amount, but there's never been, like, a no, I got degenerate. Pretty, I got pretty drunk um, the, the night that we hung out with uh, Wayne, our pal Wayne. Oh, well, right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, I got quite drunk. Lord forgive us. Yeah, but we were sitting down. That's so true. Just can't tell. Yeah, um, it's, it's a thing. You can get up. Uh, ooh, ah. Yeah, I should maybe slow down. What? When you actually get up. Oh, I thought you, you just gave like a ooh-ah. I thought you were like, ah, oh, we're not recording. No, 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 no. And I was no. like, ah, that's, I will, that's uh, figures. I'll dump the, uh, the, the, the McDonald's photo on the Patreon. Because there is one, and it came up pretty decent. The, qual- the lighting's not great. Was but. it the one of just the arches? Was it the one no, of me looking at it? The one of, the one of it... you standing in front of the arches. Oh, yeah, I posed in front of it. There, yeah. We want to get something. Yeah, that's just not... Didn't it's an cast, okay picture. It's, it's just, an okay picture, but the lighting fucks it. The, there's not enough light cast there. I do kind of like that in that picture, I'm standing in front of it, but the um, like the the foreground for all intents and purposes is, is the, yeah. the thing behind me. Yes, that just, that was okay. But right next to it, there was a you guys know if you've been to L.A. There was a place with like a it said coffee and cigarettes. Is that what it said? Coffee, tattoos and co- sa- tattoos and coffee. Tattoos and coffee. There you go. A classic combination. That gave a. I was going to say that was another great picture I took of you, but is that the only one? I think that's the only one. But I think we just said it like throughout the night. Like, whoa, you took a good picture for yeah. once in your 
Yeah, it was, the, it was the, it's the one time I think in the history of the podcast that we've both taken a picture and somehow yours ended. Oh up yeah, better. yeah, you took one of me after, and I was like, "This is gonna no, like wait till you see the one of you." I don't think <laughs> we'll be posting the the, the DJ of this. It, famously, we didn't because I already uh, I threw that up immediately. I'm not a big uh, like immediate gram person. I was just about to say I hold them. Yeah, but you know, we're here. There will so. be a dump at some point. Everybody's just waiting on the. The, the edge of their seat for the, right. the photo dump. Really, it's just mainly been uh, videos of us rollerblading and our dear friend Doug... Eating shit every time. Taking a tumble or crashing into somebody every time. <laughs> it's just 100% just almost kills himself while filming us for content, which I appreciate. as a, That's a great friend move. Yeah. Putting your body and well-being on the line to get some content for the boys. Good... Uh, Good rollerblade times. It's so uh, important. The second time was not so much fun for me. I was yeah. having a tough time. I felt like uh, mm, there's no way of saying this without like. No, I, I was gonna chaperone would be the wrong word. Like I want to like make sure that like everyone's spirits were like still high, but I also didn't want to be like. All right, gang, just a little farther to go yeah. because that sounds really condescending. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, I just wanted everybody to be. I was a little hungover, um, uh, a little sore, mm. and uh, I, I made the decision uh, a few times on that ride that instead of trying to slow down, I was just going to dive headfirst into the sand. I had to check you on, at one point. You did have to check me, and that... That was almost worse than I gave. I gave you a little. Uh, I gave you like a life saving chara on Pacioretty. Yeah, it would be like if something was somehow going to happen to Max Pacioretty if Zdeno Chara didn't just give him a little. You go over <laughs> here now. I uh, I was more concerned about that than you trying to stop me than like because I, I was saying this earlier in the week, but like. Going a little too fast downhill on rollerblades is super scary, but the reason that I made the decision to dive headfirst into the sand is because I feel like in that in that way, uh, I have some control over my fate. Like, I can make the decision yeah. to, that I'm going to launch myself into this sand dune, but... And if one I tr- person dies. Right. <laughs> and if I, try to, if I tr- had tried to stop, then, like, something... Could have gone very awry, yeah. Uh, and I have no control over that 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 situation. Also, no real control over you trying to like not close blind me, but like bear hug me into uh, a slowdown. And I was like, oh, "Don't do this! Don't do this! Don't put yourself on the line." Um, so it was okay. I uh, I dove into a couple sand dunes, got got a little banged up, but we're good. It was weird though. There was never um, it never looked like you were like gonna be hurt from doing like both of them looked like safe enough yes the first one the first one uh you were like ricocheting into it <laughs> yep. um i actually i'm stupid i actually didn't consider like what if you knocked me over when i was like trying to get in your way to take a little bit of your momentum yeah that would have been like that's like when two when two hockey guys are fighting and the ref is like insisting on getting in there and breaking it up and it's like just let them go. The the end conclusion of whatever you're trying to prevent right. is going to be worse. How many <laughs> injuries do you want here? Right, one yes. or three? Right. But man, man, blading's just the. It was great. The, the first day was unbelievable, and I don't know. We did uh, we did Venice and smooth. The smooth. Ven- say what you want about Venice, it's pretty pretty trashy area. It's 
you know, a little seedy, but the the smoothness of the path on uh, like it's a walking path, biking path, rollerblading path. Just it's like a finished basement the entire way through. It's unbelievable. Yeah, not not a lot of sand areas. That's always tough when you're rollerblading on the the beach. Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah. They keep that path clear. Watch out for the sand. Yeah, we would. The second one we did was very very hilly and what's a very pushing. But- it, it was like after you do Venice, which is flat the entire way. Yeah. And then you like approach your first hill at, uh, we were at Manhattan Beach. No, we were, we were north of it. Um, I forget. So we wanted to go to Manhattan Beach, but then as we were driving to it, we were like, well, this is a beach. Why would we drive for 10 more minutes when we can just pull over and blade here? Well, whatever. And it was because option. it was like, more ups and downs than more ups and downs and, and uh, not not quite as uh, not quite as smooth not quite as smooth. it did a it did a, a little bit of a uh, a number on on the old ankles. Speaking of ankles, uh, I thought the Father John Misty concert would be the craziest thing we saw all weekend. But after days of debating and saying, "Oh, we'll keep it open." We decided for the sake of not having to make a plan after days of making plans, we would just go to the Lakers game and. That is the the single greatest sports play I've seen live. Is like I, I've been lucky enough to be at some like big hockey games. But someone's like, "What's the hey? What was it like watching well, uh, the Thomas on Downey? What was it like, Krejci or Nathan Horton? I should say scored in Game Seven against the Canadians or whatever or." Ferens to Krejci against the Lightning. None of it compares to DeAndre Jordan to whoever was in the balcony <laughs> when he was leading the fast break. I know. Just a, an absolute plot twist that we went to the Lakers game, sat, sat pretty close. We were like, okay, we're, we're, we're in striking distance of a Russell Westbrook shot. <laughs> and it might get struck here. Might get a souvenir. And all of a sudden... We found out that DeAndre Jordan is on the Lakers now, and uh, he made the worst outlet pass of all time. Legitimately 20 minutes after, we were talking about how just like a bunch of old, pretty good randos, uh, or like randos who once were pretty good to great, uh, are on the Lakers now. And you said, where's DeAndre Jordan now? And I said, I think he's still on the Nets. And like 20 minutes later, we were like... Somebody messed... Oh, he didn't catch a pass. He missed a pass from LeBron. He basically, like, kind of George Michael Bluthed it and, like, ducked out of the way and it went out of bounds. And LeBron was like, this fucking guy. We were like, who's Detroit? No, that's DeAndre Jordan's that's on the him. Lakers, too. And then, uh, like, 10 minutes later, he was leading a fast break and threw a, an absolute seed. <laughs> like, Justin Herbert, if he was at that game, he was like, damn... Gotta Job security, my, not not so hot. This guy can throw it out of the damn stadium. <laughs> and the boo, there were just constant boos. The energy in that building it was, was fantastic. It was unbelievable as a neutral observer. Like not It was uh, Lakers-Pelicans, no dog in the fight there. But as somebody who just like did not give a shit about either team or that, that game period, oh, what an experience because the despair in yes. that building was palpable multiple times i very i felt very like cognizant of we need to keep it down because like we were 
you weren't being like, ha, these fucking losers or whatever, but it everybody else cared so much and we cared so much for a different reason. We we're like, oh my god, another stupid thing's gonna happen. <laughs> like people started leaving with like four minutes left. They got destroyed by the Pelicans. The Pelicans <laughs> without Zion just like they're up like forty the points shit out of the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. And Everybody was so mad, boo, like tons of booze, fire it, Vogel chance. It wasn't, and it, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't like a good game from the Pelicans. They kind of sucked too. It was pretty sloppy. They I were lo- just like hitting shots. Right at the end of the game, I kept taking pictures of uh, the scoreboard because it says uh, what which five are on the the floor, and I kept taking pictures and sending them to friends and being like. This lineup is currently playing basketball together. This is so funny. Like Malik Monk, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I feel like uh, oh uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah, and like whoever a, a fourth was, and they just kept coming up with funnier and funnier combinations, which definitely underscores that if and when Frank Vogel gets uh, fired, he's got to be like, dude, that roster was <laughs> preposterous. That was the most ridiculous team yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Thank you for giving me an NBA Live 13 roster. But as I was taking pictures, uh, I took another picture because there was a really silly lineup uh, at one point in the fourth quarter. That being said, Frank Vogel absolutely deserves to get fired because that team just like, it doesn't matter who's on the roster. If a team plays like that, you should get fired because all of those people look like they have never played basketball before. That is fair. That he, he definitely was unable to get that group to work. Yes. No, nobody's going to get that group to work, but I don't know. Maybe they... Actually, I don't know. I don't think that Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook and a few other scrubs with a LeBron who's like, maybe I'll be here another year or something. <laughs> I don't know if anybody does anything with that. Maybe Pop, but... Pop's also kind of old and used to be better. Sure, but I, I bet common? that he could get them to lose within 10 points. Yeah. that was. But anyway, I took a picture. I was taking pictures of the uh, lineups, and, like, all five of the Pelicans had, like, good numbers. Yes, like, so it, it was like, like everybody is having a blast on yes. the Pelicans. Everybody here is having a hell of a night. And the, the, the boos at the end of the game were, like, like the clock struck zero and it was as though like everybody was just surprised to see something like it was like reacting to a play it was like four three two one oh boo <laughs> oh fuck that uh, we also sat in front of like the most annoying fan in the building we disagreed on this guy i i strongly disagreed on this i could not stand this guy behind me. He was, was just a big Lakers fan. No, he wasn't. He was he was a performative fan. He was doing performative fandom in uh. which he was just commentating the things that were happening, like that his eyes were seeing. Wasn't providing any sort of analysis or like useful thing. He was like, "Ooh, uh, take it to the rock, oh, take dude, it to the rock." That's fucking basketball games, though. Oh, no. Like I like I. I was gonna say I, relative to Is some the, other sports team, Boston sports teams fans. I like Celtics fans, but depending on where you're sitting, you're going to get someone who's like, uh, I don't know, like it's like Peyton Pritchard or something. They'll be like, oh, Peyton, Peyton's got this, Peyton's got this. I'm like, well, if you know the team well enough to know who Peyton Pritchard is, you probably shouldn't expect a ton from him. He's like a second-year player who's working on it. So good chance he doesn't got this. Yeah, but this guy was like, Oh, c- c- 
Come on, LeBron, take it to the rock, take it to the rock. LeBron takes it to the, to the fucking hoop. He misses the layup. And the guy goes, ah, terrible shot selection. He's, yeah. He's doing what you told him to do. Well, they should fire that guy. There was another guy that was saying that uh, he'd, he's like a lifelong Lakers fan. It was Ooh, his dream yes. to go to a Lakers yes. game. He traveled. He was like, yes. I came I forget all where the he way said, here. Do you know where he came from? No, but I, he did say, like, I came all the way here to see this. I want to be like, yo, I came all the way here, and I will never be Worth as happy every as I penny. currently am. <laughs> yes. This was the greatest. And we had that uh, we had uh, chicken finger delivery in our yes, seats. Yes, we did. We kind of like Lord forgive out. us. We we kind of balled out. We had a uh, we had a uh, VIP section and it was great. That we didn't know we were getting until we walked in. They were yeah. like, uh, we we waited. You know how the, to get uh, to the VIP? And we we like, waited oh. in the pedestrian line, and the ticket taker was like, "Yo, you guys, boys are, of the people, you guys are elite here. What's wrong with you? Yeah, take this left and go into the private escalator club." And I've done like the uh, I've done like suites and or like whatever. Um, for lack of better term, like VIP section stuff or whatever. But I've generally been there like for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's been like this person brought me there or whatever million reasons to buy tickets on the secondary market. Yeah. That are, like, shout, VIP, out to, it, shout out to StubHub, by the <laughs> way. StubHub, uh, if you have stuck around long enough to know... Watch, my thoughts. watch that redemption arc talk, dude. My, my thoughts on StubHub. Uh, absolute, absolute basement stonks uh, this, this summer when I tried to go to Leon Bridges. They did give me a credit after that, uh, after I complained enough. And so I used my credit to get, uh, to get these Lakers tickets. And no issues. Yeah, that would have been funny. Uh, we almost we did have an issue. There was a uh, hang up getting into Father John Misty with uh, the interpretation of uh, Vax card, which is good because it meant that they were taking that seriously. Yeah, not uh, not quite the same situation as like every arena that I've been to in oh, the COVID no. days, where they're just like, "Look at your Vax card, don't check an ID," and they're like, "You're good." It's like, "Well, you don't know my it's name." Like, do, you have, do you have anything in your hand? Hold it up. <laughs> yes. All right, you're good. Um, but there was some sort of hiccup that was like a very, it's going to be fine thing. We just need somebody else to come over and don't worry. This is going to be fine. It uh, lightly delayed us getting into the merch store before the show. And oh, yes. we missed out on the posters. A hundred of them were made. We missed out by two people. Two people in front of us got the last one and they literally took it down off of the the wall because that was the display one mm-hmm. and we were like damn that is brutal i was very heartbroken because it's a great poster and but, but yeah the last poster actually the first poster first first and last because it was one out of 100 but it was hung on the wall yes came down was the last one to be sold and it went to a friend of the podcast I was going to say someone got the poster. Someone did get the poster. Yeah. And it was... Uh, they used that line. You stole that line from them. You. I was going to say that they said that, but then you jumped on the story and you hijacked. I said, and, and you said, but, uh, and we were both going the same place. Okay. Uh, yeah. Someone came up to us and was like, hey, uh, I got the last 
uh, poster and we did, didn't know who it was yet. And they were like, and thanks for, uh, it was a patron who messaged us asking for tips on what to do in Boston. They were like, thanks for the tips on what to do in Boston. We were like, oh, and she was like, that was me. You got the poster. I got the poster. Hell yeah. And, and was, on top of that, it was, but on top of <laughs> right. On top of that, I believe that, uh, they had a, uh, I wish my band had a seamstress shirt on. Custom made. Custom made. Not even by us. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I, Elisa Mo, I believe, is uh, yes. listener's name. So shout out to Elisa Mo. Uh, nice meeting you. Yes. I think it was a little less nice for DJ. No, it was okay. I jokingly pretended jokingly, to steal yeah. it and run off. That was uh, that was great. That that was was what half if joking? We actually did that. That was a classic uh, half joking. I'm gonna. What if I eat the exactly. whole thing? Exactly. Rest in peace. peace. Yeah. Also, R.I.P. to um to Tran from New Girl. Oh died yeah, died this week. Very devastating news. So who's going to be the third? Hopefully not us. What goes up must come down. They always come. They always come in threes. Uh, Father John Misty was fantastic. Of unbelievable course. show with the with the L.A. Phil. First time seeing. Uh, we'll say the new look. Mist man came out rocking loafers and. A buzzed head. He uh, he had a very charming fuck up on um, the palace and missed the poem zone line because he sang the wrong verse. And as he was playing, because he was play, you, he was playing piano, and you could tell that he was very nervous. So it was like the thing of when you're afraid you're going to mess up one thing, you're so focused on that that you mess up something else. So. That seemingly was what was in play, uh, but he was like halfway into the verse, like couldn't turn around and fix it because he, there was an orchestra playing with him. He's just playing, and he's like, "Last night I texted your iPhone, think, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy," and then oh just boy. like played till the chorus. And uh, later, another band member, uh, they, I think they started the wrong song or something like that, and he was like, "That's okay. You see me playing piano earlier." Not good. Not good. It was very was, cool. It was a very charming show. He did his patented very the last words that he said were very cool. Yes, he literally did a walk off mic drop very cool. Yeah. And boy, the best thing ever. Closed with date night. Uh, that was part of his encore after he had explained that they couldn't do an encore <laughs> because there was an orchestra and there was too many people to get on and off the stage and for timing's purposes it would be wasteful and like we're all adults so he was like this is it thank you very much this is it played holy shit everybody left and then a bunch of like people left yes and took his word for it yeah which uh, that's their own fault no house lights no music you take anything and you just take anything that father john misty says genuinely and you, you get burned by it that's your own fault that's jokes on you yeah yeah came back played fun times in babylon which i didn't think he would play that was awesome then played Total Entertainment Forever, which rocked, and then closed with Date Night, which is just a lovely meltdown of a song. Did not play uh, Gilded Cage, so we promptly left the venue and then played Gilded Cage like six times in a row. Yeah. We were even playing it before, too. There was like a lot of Gilded Cage talk. Our pal pal Doug is a big Gilded Cage guy, which I very much appreciate. Yeah, Yeah, it was was an unbelievable show. I was sort of hoping when... uh, when he did the old encore fake out and came back out with the band No Phil, uh, it would have been hilarious. 
if they just like played like a full show and they were like, oh, well, now that these fuckers are out of here. Yeah. Let's he get did, the real show on the road. He did say that. <laughs> did he? Yeah. He I said, uh, I forget what song it was. Uh, I think it was for date night. He was like, we were going to do this one with uh, the, like, we, we couldn't do this one with the symphony because they, uh, we, we, we couldn't do it with the orchestra because they just couldn't hack it. <laughs> this is uh, like, this is one of our tougher ones. And then he played it, which is, it's a pretty <laughs> straightforward song. But man, I could see that guy a million times and I'd still be dying to see him tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did not get high for the, the Father John Misty concert. No edibles, just a few beers. Wanted to, uh, wanted to stay within my wits to enjoy the show. But we did bring some Diet Smoke on the trip. Got into those. Uh, Diet Smoke is a, a great substitute for regular edibles, I would say. Uh, if, you're not, if you're trying not to get too high, Diet Smoke is a, uh, a good option for uh, for that, because sometimes you can you can roll the dice on an edible, get super high, and then you're like, oh no, now what? What do I do here? My brain just simply isn't working. If you want to run a marathon, I mean, that sounds super hard, but you can do it. You do it, or it's something. delicious. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you get too high, but there's no, there's nothing worse than being baked out of your mind when you just didn't plan on it, and you know, once you eat it, there's no going back. So if you want a balanced medium high, check out the highly functional it's THC. It's delicious. Check out the highly functional THC that comes in the form of a delicious gummy called Diet Smoke. It is a Delta 8, which is a le- less potent THC. Uh, the, Delta, the THC that you're most familiar with is probably Delta 9. And while both are natural to the cannabis plant, Diet Smoke extracts theirs, their Delta 8 from hemp. It's not a loophole. It's the secret recipe to getting a smooth, stable, and most importantly, legal high. Diet Smoke is legal in most states, and it's non-prescription. Just check the website and see if they ship to your state. Now, you're probably asking yourself, does Diet Smoke get you, does it really get you high? Of course it does. Of course. Uh, The high you get with Diet Smoke is best described as somewhere between the chillness of CBD and the classic stone feeling you get with regular weed. Diet Smoke comes in two delicious flavors, blue raspberry and watermelon. They're both awesome. I did bring the blue raspberry. Each gummy is infused with uh, 10 milligrams of Delta 8 THC derived from American-grown hemp. Buy American, get high with American. They're also low in sugar, they're fat-free, and they're delicious. Diet Smoke, it's delicious. So when CBD isn't enough and traditional THC is too much, enjoy the smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Go to dietsmoke.com and use the promo code BRUNCH for 20% off your order. That's BRUNCH, B-R-U-N-C-H, dietsmoke.com, promo code BRUNCH for 20% off. Diet Smoke's Delta 8 THC gummies are not for use or sale to people under the age of 21. Please use responsibly. We got, uh, we got more movies coming Friday for the BRUNCH Oscar things. Started them last week with Nightmare Alley and Coda. Really fun time. Really fun stitching them together, tossing some. These are like actually, I've been told, for people who like don't watch all the movies, they say they like the little ones because 
it gives them some idea of like what right. the buzz is like with each thing. So in the spirit of that, uh, we're going to add, if there's, while we're editing them, if there's like thoughts we have that maybe we didn't say or like a helpful thing that's relevant to what we're talking about that maybe it's a little too like we saw the movie and you didn't, we'll put any sort of stuff for context. So like the betting odds are up there. Uh, like little pop-up video style things, like if we're talking about someone who's up for a few different things, we'll throw those up there. So you honestly, to, you obviously will have to get that via the the video version. Yes, because uh, we are releasing we're releasing them audio and video. But uh, if you want the the pop-up notes, hmm. you will have to get those via video. We can do though if you do the. Ten thousand dollar tier. We'll do an audio version of the video in which we talk over, we record over. It's just an overdub. We'll overdub the conversation. So, as I'm saying something, I'll speak over myself, just like kind of paraphrasing what I'm saying. Just some different words. <laughs> we'll pan it real nice so left will be the thing, right will be the explanation. It's do like it. You're. It's like you're sitting between two DJs. One's giving you the podcast. The other one's giving you the fun facts about what's being talked about. It's a real devil and angel That's type, right. type thing. Uh, you alluded to this at, at the top of the episode, but... Uh, Abrun Touchable got the last yes, poster. let's do that story again. That was, that was fun. Uh, we hit 350 patrons. Yes. The sleepover is officially on. You yes, did it, very, uh, very, very exciting. The sleepover is officially a go. Now, if we get to 400, we'll do a sleepover. So if you could just... <laughs> yeah, if we get to 400, we will, uh, we will broadcast it. Yes. Right now, it's a secret sleepover. We're doing it. We could be... We could already have already done it. it. We actually we already did. did it. Yep. That's true. Uh, no, we're, uh, we're kicking around ideas. Uh, very, very excited. It's something that we've wanted to do for a long time. Thank you for finally getting us there. Uh, quite excited about it. And... Uh, there's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. We've we've got some really good ideas. Yeah, there's gonna, we're gonna like. It's gonna be Oreos. a grand old time. It's there's gonna be there's gonna be we're, not a good time to be our diets. Let's just say <laughs> we're gonna be bending some rules. We've been doing the uh, the uh, uh, hey uh, bad bad day to be a bad night to be a blank oh, line yeah. a lot over here. Shout out circling back. Yeah, thurs- yeah. Thursday night or uh, Friday night we were like. Bad night to be a Father John Mer- Misty merch table. Which oh yeah, it was an okay it, night for it, it to be. It, it wasn't because yeah. uh, because Survived. people got there first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've been doing uh, like a bad. What else do we do? Bad night to be a something. Um, there was one night we were thinking of like heading back early, and I announced that by saying, <laughs> "Think it might be a bad time to be one Miller Lite <laughs> in our refrigerator right now." That's right. Uh, it has famously not been. There has not been a single bad night for a Nintendo Switch on this I trip, know. which is wild. I brought the Nintendo Switch. I thought the boys would be. Let's play it right after this. Okay, yeah, on the nicest day that we're <laughs> we've gotten yeah. here. We've we've done a bunch of nice stuff. It's hot out. Whatever. <laughs> it's famously a portable video game console, so it would be kind of funny just to go outside and play some Nintendo Switch. What's the glare situation on that? It's a good question. I haven't tried it out. No good. Let's find out in five minutes. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I'm shocked because uh, all three of us were very excited about having the uh, the Switch situation. Uh, instead, we just got really excited about the shower at Airbnb, oh, and that dude. was the new Switch. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, the shower at our Airbnb 
is ju- just like an absolute miracle. Uh, but it was I, it was a big red flag upon first glance. It was uh, one of those showers that has like no real defining like, hey, this is where the shower starts and mm-hmm. this is where the shower ends. It was just like the bathroom extended and there was a uh, a what do they call Curtain. it? A rain, a waterfall shower type deal. Oh, yeah. Showerhead. And uh, you just draw the curtain at the the tail end of the room. There's nothing like... It's just a flat, like, sort of like locker room shower type deal. And we were like, oh, that's fucking weird. And I don't know who was the first one to, to give it a roll. I but believe it was Doug. Probably. And Doug gave it rave reviews. Yeah. And boy, did it live up to the hype. That shower was fucking awesome. You, uh, you missed the best part. What's that? It's, uh, it's, it'll get you both ways. That's true. It was a double shower. It was a double shower. Well, it wasn't really. It was a shower with options. When I when I consider like a double shower, they, they, b- b- both went. Do did they? Yo, did I fuck Peter, it up? Did you not really? <laughs> yeah. It was a shower that had two uh, heads. What? Yeah. I know that it had two heads, but I I I don't think that I adjusted it properly to get them both at the same time. Yeah, I thought you, it was a real one or the other situation. Yeah, so you turn it one way for one, all the way uh, the other way for the other, and do the middle for both. Damn, I was jazzed about the shower, and I was only using it to half of its capabilities. That's how great this shower was. You could do half of this shower is. Ten times your average shower. Yes, and uh, we we have stayed at a second Airbnb now, yeah. uh, and the shower situation not quite as ideal. Not as good. Uh, I was. I, I've been asked. Um, I've been selected, I should say, to write a review for the Airbnb. Oh hell yeah! I was personally asked uh, by our host if I would consider writing a few words, saying a few words on his behalf, mm-hmm. and. You're essentially like the best man of this Airbnb. <laughs> More or less, yeah. <laughs> I've I've been selected, and it's I, huge for you too because you also won a free iPhone. I did. Oh, I won a free iPhone. Yeah, I just have to. There are so many emojis. Uh, I was someone commented on a uh, photo of mine, mm-hmm. letting me know, hey. Good thing you posted this because you're the lucky winner of an iPhone. That's right. And all, all you have to do is give all of your personal information to an offshore. No, I didn't. No, I just had to click a link. That's oh. it. Just click a link. And you can't miss the link because there's a ton of emojis <laughs> pointing down at the link. And then under the link, it's a ton of emojis pointing up at it. So just you just click right in the middle and you get an iPhone. Now, it's an iPhone 13. I don't want an iPhone 13. So... Bad I've luck. Declined. That's right. I've declined the uh, the iPhone 13. I think doesn't have a uh, headphone jack, right? Yeah, they had those stopped. Uh, about the iPhone 5. Yeah, which I think is you're still you're still rocking it. It has thrown a damper on um, your picture taking abilities and my picture taking <laughs> abilities of you because I tried to film a video of you at In and Out and somehow. Just by default, your phone threw on the wackiest filter that has ever existed. I, I, I get where you're coming from. I get where you think you're coming from. I respect, like, I, I respect what you mean, but, like, could this be, like, a bad craftsman blames his tools thing? Are we sure the, the 400-year-old I'm not sure because, like, phone that doesn't do anything anymore 
is taking the bad pictures? I, I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Uh, a, a counterpoint, I think, like, your last six Instagrams have come from me. <laughs> And pictures that and I've taken. Say which phone you were using, <laughs> though. True. Maybe you were having a good day. That's I don't true. know. I don't, th- dude. Like the video you took of uh, me at In and Out, it was the druggiest it was thing in the world. It was simply from just pressing record. <laughs> it was, looks like the most annoying video filter that has ever been applied to any video in the world. It's like a clown mirror <laughs> video filter. And it was just your standard iPhone footage. You know it would be great? We should make a a, a mock iPhone commercial because you know how they do like the, hey, shot on, shot on iPhone? Yes. And it's like the <laughs> shit that an iPhone does yeah. now. That'd be great. Yeah. It, it's just like the awful picture that you took of me in Portland, like hunched oh, over yes, at the, yeah. the diner table. And then like the video uh, of you at In-N-Out and it's just like shot on iPhone 4. Yeah. We talked about this. I just don't want a new iPhone. I mean, clearly, I, I, clearly, I don't either because I've had like an upgrade for the past like three years, and I just haven't done it. Oh, I didn't even know that yours isn't like is. No, it's like it's like pretty old. Yours is like vaxxed. But I think not it's double boosted. digit though. Like it's it's like a yeah. ten or something. But you're not up to date. Your no. phone isn't up to date. No, it's single. It's like single vaxxed. Mine is my phone is like half immunized <laughs> if it's, yeah you got you got the first first pfizer and then just never went back i got uh no mine's like uh what are the things that when you're getting uh they're like uh, is it zcam or something the things like you put yeah. on your tongue yeah that dissolve yeah those are okay that's yeah. kind of what my <laughs> what my iphone is yeah that's like a you're already sick though you, oh, ta- oh, you, ta- you take that when you're like already sick. Yeah, my phone has been dying for absolute ever. Uh, there was something else I wanted to bring up, but I've fucking forgotten it. I mean, Batman's coming out. Batman is coming out this week. Uh, for some reason, we talked about this uh, on the way in, but like for some reason now the Thursday movies, like the the at some point in time, somewhat recently. The Friday movies, you were like, oh, I can see this on Thursday now. There's a couple showings beginning at like 7 p.m. on Thursday. Very cool. I'll start doing this for new movies. Uh, and now the Thursday shows are just all day Thursday, yeah, which is wild. It seems I, I don't really have any information on this, but my view of it has been that it seems like the big movies – Go earlier now. I've never seen him like this early though. Like I've never seen him like right matinees on a Thursday for a movie that doesn't technically come out until Friday. But like famously, a lot of the huge ones come out on Wednesday. Right, but that's but they they're billed as coming out on the Wednesday. Right, so that's a completely different situation. Now they're just like releasing movies a full day early. Uh, and like I'm not mad at it. I'm, I I got tickets to see Batman Thursday afternoon, but. It seems like they're really uh, they're really fudging the numbers here. Well, I, I think they need to. Like movie numbers suck these days, so I wonder if that's what it is. Like, if it's going to be like a big impactful movie, it's like uh, playing in the uh, like the dead ball era or something. You know, where you c- we won't be able to call this movie a great because it sucked opening weekend compared to. Spider-Man or Titanic or 
whatever. Yeah, but it's also like a little unfair to the to those other movies when uh, like the if like say Batman wins biggest opening weekend of like a DC movie or or whatever the fuck you want to like whatever category whatever parameters you want to put on it. It's like oh biggest opening weekend. It's like yeah, well you gave it five days. Yeah. It's. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. We'll see. You know that Affleck was supposed to direct this movie. Really? He was supposed to do everything in this movie. He was supposed to direct, act. I don't know if he was supposed to write part of it, but he was. this was supposed to be like Affman. But uh, he famously did not like playing Batman. It was not about it. Mm. But the, uh, the early returns on the Batman review uh, reviews are awesome. I saw 96% on Rotten Tomatoes through like 70 plus reviews, hmm. which is quite uh, quite promising. Yeah. I we got to get Bearshell back and get That's his reaction right. to that. Yeah, we should I sh- actually should. We should reach out to him cuz he uh is a a harsh critic of uh Oh yeah. I, I guess I wouldn't say harsh critic. He is he sort of goes against the grain uh as far as like typical Batman opinions. He's not a big fan of the Nolan trilogy, right? But did but does like some of the uh, the more panned Batman's out there. So would be very interested to see where he falls on this one. That's one that they need to do. They need to get Pan in the mix. They have all these. They have everyone. They have Batman versus the Red Hornet and Batman versus the Mighty Ducks and all the different Batman. You want to see Peter Pan in the mix? Batman versus Pan. Bat, yeah. Bat Pan. Bat Pan. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a movie poster for sure. I already have Photoshop open. <laughs> I'm just doing new file right now. I am very excited for the Batman though. Um, I the trailers are obviously fucking awesome. Uh, I'm excited to see what what the Battinson is. Mm. But uh, yeah, the the early returns look amazing. And I'm very excited to see it on Thursday. So uh, we won't be talking about it till next week because we do have the the two Oscars reviews coming up on Friday. And we haven't – I don't think we've, we've decided which ones we're watching. But we're, there will be two new Best Picture mini podcasts be, coming out th- later this week. They'll be we'll, – we're going to post on the Patreon uh, the group we'll be choosing from. So, if you want to know which Sa- Safe movies, to say that King Richard is going to be one of them. I was suggesting we're just going to post the Best Picture nominees and say it'll be two of these. So, actually, can narrow it down even more. Will not be... It won't be Coda, but we might do Nightmare Alley a second time. Correct. And it will not be uh, Power of the Dog, because... I just simply just putting that one off. Cannot quite muster up the courage to watch that movie again. Yeah, I think Power of the Dog and uh, Don't Look Up will probably go later because I'm least excited to do those. Just because I feel like I've talked about Don't Look Up a lot, and I really like Don't Look Up, but um, it just feels like a little time needs to pass before we do more Don't Look Up talk. We've done Don't Look Up talk. We've done Don't Look Up talk about Don't Look Up. We'll give that another month or so. But I don't know. I haven't been thinking about anything else since the whole Batman, Batpan thing. So I'm going to get cracking on that. <laughs> All right. 